After years of helping online businesses make more money by advising them on their taxes and finances, I've now made it my mission to reach as many profitable online businesses as possible to help them save on their taxes and make more money. On my quest, I bring you proven and real profitable online business owners, and we dig into how they do it. All right, guys, thanks for being here again. We're on the few, the proud, the profitable. This is the podcast where we talk exclusively to six and seven figure online business owners. We know there are a lot of people in this space who fabricate, who exaggerate, who inflate. Um, who is the real, the guy who is Jesse Childs? Who is the real, Johnny Cochran. Yeah. <laughs> I want to run there like him. We know there's a lot of people who are just fooled in the space, so we only talk to people who are actually profitable. So today we're talking to someone who is, we're talking to Rocky Ula. Rock, thanks for being on here, man. Yeah, man. Thanks for having me. I would say Micah is my accountant, so he hey, actually hey. knows if I'm profitable or not. Yeah, this yes. is verified. Yes. This is people, verified. we have to take their word for it a little bit. <laughs> we're verified with Rocky. Yep. So anyway, man, I know what you do, but in a couple of sentences, just tell everybody what you do, what your space is. Cool. So... My main space, kind of how I got started in the whole online marketing is through basketball training. So I pretty much help younger kids improve their basketball game. And I usually do this through like YouTube and Instagram, yeah. creating basketball training videos and workouts and stuff for kids. And then through that, we've really grown it into, you know, one of the biggest basketball training online businesses in the world. And kind of through that clout, we've been able to, um, a lot of people have asked us, you know, for advice on how to grow their social media, how to grow their YouTube. So we've kind of moved into that market as well. And that's kind of how we really got into like the actual IM space of like the internet yeah. marketing space. Well, so it's, it's been a cool transition, but yeah. Yeah. That's what's been cool is when I started with y'all, y'all were already, y'all were authorities in the space and people knew who you were, but over the past I don't know, five something years, just seeing how that's expanded into being such authorities on the consulting side too. That's been pretty neat. Exactly. Yeah. Cause when we first met you, we were pretty much strictly basketball. Yeah. It wasn't until I think it was like around that time when we started getting invited to show people what we do in basketball. Yeah. And then, you know, from there kind of caught on and, you yeah. know, we continued to move up. It's been cool growth. Y'all yeah. are at, as of recording, y'all are at 1.8 right now. Yeah, subscribe million subscribers, yeah. Yeah, that's sweet. Yep. <laughs> Solid. <laughs> All right, cool. Well, second question, what's the best thing about having a profitable online business? I mean, I think the best thing about having a profitable online business is the fact that it's online. Yeah. So you can really, you know, I can work with my business partner. We don't have to live in the same area. Same thing is I can travel pretty much wherever I want. And as long as I have, you know, videos in the queue, then I can yeah. pretty much do whatever I want because the majority of my business is simply ran through email marketing to mm -hmm. sales pages and stuff like and digital products. So I would say the freedom is definitely the best yeah. thing. Well, I like what you said too, is kind of that as long as you have the stuff in the queue, yeah. it's, pretty, it's pretty obvious saying, okay, well, I can do this from anywhere, but it's also that you're not tied to a specific, not even a specific schedule, but having to be there every single day. 
Yep. If, if you load that stuff up far enough in advance, I don't know how long you could get by without checking in a little bit. Yeah. You can get by with a lot just given if you're you preload that, you can sort of check out for at least a couple weeks out there. Yeah, and I think that's what's really helped us kind of maneuver into other industries is because of our ability to be able to, you know, set this up, get a lot of videos in the queue and then be able to take your mind off it, say, okay, now I can do this same thing in another market really quick. And then you yeah. kind of build up these cues in different markets. Yeah, that's awesome. All right, cool. So number three, yep. one thing we work with a lot of our clients on, one of the things we hear is a challenge when we're talking to online businesses is that cash flow can be a real issue because you've got yeah. product launches, you've got a lot of costs associated with when you launch something new, get these yeah. big ebbs and flows. So Definitely. how do you manage that? Well, one thing, you know, I'll give you a little plug here, but it's having, it's really having a good accountant and knowing yeah. how much money you need, like how much money, because I, I think a big mistake a lot of people make, especially if they're entrepreneurs, they don't set money aside for taxes and stuff like that. So it's like, they think they have this cash flow, yeah. but they don't really. So I think a big thing to having cash flow is knowing like what's coming in, what's going out. Um, and then once you know that, then spending your money wisely, making sure that any cash flow that's coming in, you're spending, you're putting it back into your business so you can yeah. extract more cash flow essentially instead of, you know, getting that money from the business, blowing it on some other stuff, yeah. and then you don't have the resources to continue to build that cash flow. Yeah. But definitely, you know, it ties into knowing what's going on. Right. Well, and we'll say it doesn't matter what type, what industry people are in, what business they're in. For us, the huge differentiation between people who are successful and people who aren't is the tracking. Yeah. Because if you're tracking it, then you really know what's going on because the numbers aren't, it, it's not based on your feeling or how yeah, exactly. the, the, the warm fuzzies, it's based on relatively cold, hard fact. So the people who do well, irrespective of what their industry is, are really tracking it and they know their KPIs yep. and then they make more money inevitably. And like you said, then it's just a matter of not being a dummy with it, the money that you've made and choosing to reinvest it, save it, pay off debt, whatever makes sense yes. in your particular case. Definitely. Yeah, man. Definitely got to know what's going on in your business to yeah. for cash flow. What? Yeah. It's wild to me. There'll be people who, I've got clients who are making perfectly good money, but they never have cash troubles because they budget real well on the personal side and they're yep. paying super close attention on the business side. They don't have people where they're making stupid amounts of money. They've mm -hmm. got millions of dollars flowing in on the front end and they are always cash strapped somehow. Wow. And, that's and, crazy. and you can dig into the reasons for it. Sometimes they've had to finance a lot of their stuff. So then they've got these huge, debt service payments that they're having yeah. to contend with. And that's fine. That can be a growth strategy, but some people, it just, you know, just kind of slips through their fingers no matter how much they make, they'll find some way to, to blow it. Yeah. What do you tell, what do you tell people like that? Like, I mean, the people are clearly making a, a lot of money. You're like, dude, stop. <laughs> yeah. You, you try. And some people, it, it's like anything else. It's just a matter of how much of a fight you're going to put up and how much they're going to listen. Yeah. What seems to have to happen for some people, and usually it's not a catastrophic downturn, but it will be they something goes bad. 
you know, they start, they have a bad employee, they start to lose some revenue. Mm -hmm. They have something to where the good times don't roll as well. Yeah. And then that's usually enough of a reality check to, to not fix the behavior completely, but you get some major progress. Very, very rarely you'll have occasions where people just sit, planned so poorly and had so bad of a buffer that when things did go bad, it went really bad. But thankfully those are the exceptions rather than the rule. Yep. All right, cool, man. So number four is you got a couple minutes. Tell me a tip that every online business owner should know. Um, I think a tip that every online business owner should know. That's a good question. I would say this seems so basic, but consistency. Yeah. Um, I know it's, you know, it seems like, oh, everybody knows that, but I think, I don't do know, it, yeah, nobody does it. Um, you have to remain consistent with like, for, for example, for the basketball training business, I mean, I've been posting, you know, people see a lot of subscribers and they wonder how, but in reality, I would say that a lot of it came from posting. I haven't missed a week literally since I started the channel Yeah, seven years ago, you know, and that goes to back what I talked about in the beginning with having videos in the queue. So it makes it easy to not miss videos. Like, yeah. like we have like five or six videos in the queue right now. And we went to the gym on Wednesday and we got four more. And it's just, we just keep adding because you never know. What if I get sick? sick? Yeah. I, I mean, get hurt something, something bad wrong could happen minor or major to where yeah. you're out of commission or if you've got a, something loaded up at least you know we'll be safe for a few weeks like. right well and that's what's funny to me and it, especially in youtube since i know working with y'all yeah consistency is such a huge part of the battle and big part name of the game but in any sort of marketing stuff and really in a lot of things that people are just doing built building up skills and in, in their businesses in general people will get so excited super fast. Like, yep. like I'm going to crush this. I'm going to, I'm going to learn to speak a different language. I'm going to study this for three hours a day, every day. Yep. Inevitably you get burned out. Yeah. And so after three weeks, you're like, this is awful. I'm not seeing results. I can't speak Arabic now. Like yep. what it, this is garbage. Why am I not getting better? Why am I not getting results? Versus if they would put in, whatever the number is, half an hour, an hour a day, exactly. just keep up with it. But that that's harder because there's no, uh, there's no immediate result with that. Yeah, definitely. And I, I mean, it doesn't just apply to YouTube. Like even like if you're on Facebook ads, like you can't just set up one ad and run that thing for, for a year. <laughs> like you got to be adding new ads yeah. and you got to be tweaking and same thing if you're writing blog posts. And I mean, I mean, you know, this is like writing a book. Like, yeah, you wrote a book, but guess what? Now you got to write another one to piggyback off that one. You know, it's just. Yeah, but I think it's so easy to get with anything. It's, you know, we, we all probably have little closets full of hobbies that we've had that never turned into yep. anything. You get real pumped and it's, but the longevity side is a lot harder. Yeah. Especially with YouTube and Facebook where like one of the reasons I'm trash on Facebook Mm-hmm. is that the people who do really well with it, even if they're posting on their personal page, they get a history of engagements because yeah. they're posting so consistently. Yep. People start to like their stuff and then Facebook gives them some more authority and preference. I hate doing it so much that I'll finally force myself to write some posts. I put it out there 
and it gets 10 likes and I get real frustrated. This is, this is garbage. I'm, why am I putting my time into it? Versus if I had some more discipline and I could do it every single day or every other day, yeah. then it would actually yield some results. But yeah, exactly. Not the reality I live in right <laughs> now. Yeah, man, you just got to upload them and then just log out and don't even look at the likes. Yeah, don't even look at the results yeah. or, or lack thereof. <laughs> um, all right, cool. So last question. It's right. one of two choices or both if you really feel like it. Cool. What, what's the craziest thing you've seen sold online or what's the craziest tactic you've seen to sell something online? Um, let's see. The craziest, I guess this isn't really crazy, but kind of intriguing thing I've seen recently online is uh, this lady, Brooke Castillo. She sells a membership for I think like I think it's like six no maybe it's two ninety seven a month, um, and she kills it with this membership, and this isn't really crazy but I just find it so different, um, because usually we're taught in any type of industry it's like you know if you want a monthly payments upfront if you're going to lead with something monthly it has to be something of low cost like yeah. basketball we do nineteen ninety five and I think the most we've ever done was. 47 a month and that didn't even work well so yeah. to see somebody literally running facebook ads to a 297 dollar a month funnel that now she's got i don't even know how many people in there but i know she's making like five hundred thousand dollars a month or something yeah, from well, it. especially on the front end because exactly a lot of times you'll have you know you've got your ascension with a funnel or occasionally people even do, will do a reverse funnel where you've got this crazy huge offer on the front end then you yeah you, you downsell yep 297 on what you'd imagine is cold traffic is pretty crazy yeah it's recurring yeah. yeah like 297 to cold wouldn't be that bad but 297 right, right exactly yeah every single month yeah if it was a one-time sale and cool you can probably get by with that but so I guess yeah I mean that's so the fact you have to sell the kids without credit cards is a little tougher so yeah, yeah. yeah I mean, she's kind of in, she's in that industry where she's like a self-help coach, I guess you could say for women. So I would say women are much more likely to spend that type of money, you know, than a kid. Yeah. Versus a 12 year old kid. Is a little bit. But some of the craziest, I mean, I've seen a lot of crazy tactics. Like, I mean, I'll just say Ty Lopez is one. And when he kind of made yeah. his name with, I mean, you can go on his ad. Who? That horrible ad he ran. Yeah, the. I mean, it it wasn't that bad. It did well. No, it was crazy. It was just when you saw it the first time, you're like, who who is this joker? Why is he in his garage? Like everyone just sort of laughed. It became a meme because everyone was laughing. Yeah, man, I saw that. That's what did it. That's what launched. He has it unpublished on his uh, channel, and if you so, if you go to his channel, you find like it's literally the most viewed, but it has like sixty six million views. So I mean. Just think about the amount of people he got into that, like, yeah. crazy. Well, and, and by doing it, just it was such a spectacle. And I don't know what aspect made it work more than others. Yeah. But the fact that he blasted that so hard, it just became the notoriety almost of it. Because, And if he had done that the way you traditionally would run a campaign, where you're just scaling it slowly yep. and everything, um, you know, I'm pretty sure he broke a lot of rules when he did that. But Dude, I know. It seems like he just uploaded the ad and dumped a shit ton of money. 
<laughs> like, because yeah. that, just out of nowhere, he became like the biggest face in marketing. And yeah, I've never heard of him before. And now he's easily top five in the space. Yeah, I mean, he's like a celebrity. I mean, and he's like a celebrity. He's not just, there's a lot of internet marketing guys that we all know just because we're in the internet marketing space. Right. This guy has like millions of followers and verified on Instagram. Same thing yeah. on Facebook, YouTube. So it's like, and but you, it all it all came from that video. Yeah. And then, you, go ahead. Sorry. No, my bad. But uh, some other tactics I will say are used by him as well is pretty much how he bounced traffic from all the different platforms to grow by having all these like you know, mm -hmm. put your name here and you'll enter your chance to win like a new car. I'm buying people a new car every week. Like those tactics were never heard of before. Yeah, no, it's, it's, pretty, it's pretty incredible because even like you said, we know all the people just being in the space. But if I were to mention people might if people who are just totally outside this, they might recognize Gary Vee first. But even if I said Ty Lopez and they don't know who he is, I'm like, you know, the guy who had the commercial with the, yeah. the, the books in his garage, like, oh, that guy. This, the, the brand recognition, the value he got from that is pretty astounding. Oh. All right. Awesome, man. Well, this has been awesome. Awesome. Had a lot of fun talking to you. If people want to reach out to you, if they're looking questions for you, want to work with you all, what's the best way to get in contact? I mean, if they want to get in contact with me, they can just go to my website, rockyula.com. So just my first name, last name.com. And then I have like a newsletter opt-in where they can just opt-in and they can hear from me, receive my articles and stuff. So, All right, sweet. Again, thanks for being on The Few, The Proud, The Profitable. Everyone who's watching, thanks for tuning in and we'll see you all next time.